Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. It's a sunny Monday. Uh, weather's looking good, y'all. Uh, spring's coming. What? When's March 1st, Clayton? Uh, that would be later this week. That would be on uh, Friday. Friday, yeah. There we go. So, March. We're already out of March, and just two, six weeks ago, we were at minus eight. So, uh, spring's coming. Hang on. Daffodils are... Uh, jumping out of the ground the world has turned about 10 to 15 shades of green greener uh and it won't be without some backsliding we'll still have some more cold weather but spring is on the way dude number two clayton harris how you doing man i'm doing well Del. good morning everybody it's going to be 73 degrees today that's wow. beautiful it's just beautiful wow a great day dude number one mr jim york how things out your way Good, uh, nice and sunny, but uh, you know this week they're they're predicting uh, a freeze morning uh, in the next couple of days. Get down below thirty two or thirty two, something like that. No, we're not we're not past that yet, but uh, hopefully, yeah. usually the, the, the you you go down cold and you warm back up the next day. It doesn't get doesn't get down in single digits and stay there like we had in January. But it's going to be a nice day today, so that's great. Today and tomorrow, I think, it's going to be nice temperature-wise. Mm, the fish are thinking about jumping in the boat. Mike <laughs> Roden, a special guest, former uh, colleague of mine in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Nashville for many, many years and a good friend. But he he takes the progressive Democratic side, so he's on Team York. How you doing, Mike? Good morning, Team everybody. York. There you Team go. Team York. Welcome, Mike. Very, welcome. Good morning to everybody. It's uh, Middle Tennessee weather where you never know how to dress. No, you don't. You don't. Well, we got. We are going to talk. We've got some guests on the way from the Youth Education Foundation, and and I want to talk about that very special program, which is uh, to assist public education here in Murray County. And uh, it's it's a great program, and we're going to have some guests to talk about that shortly. But what else is going on? Uh, Fanny Willis says that uh, the cell phone information is in, is not reliable and inaccurate. This is the information that uh, the allegation is they started their relationship earlier than what she testified to. Is that what we're right. talking about? Right. They've, they've got a – there's a, a program that came along after you and I left, I think, Mike, where uh, uh, they can go back and do a forensic analysis of yes. cell phone data and at least determine what, what – if not the exact location, they can determine what towers you were near. Yeah, that was always one of the fun parts of the job when you were prosecuting somebody and you got their cell phone records and you could find things that um, help were helpful in the prosecution. Yes, and, yes, you yeah. often did. And it's my, amazing how people just didn't really uh, guard that, that their cell phone fun. data at all. They well, were, and, and, and the phone records as well. Uh, I think I told a jury one time that, you know, my, uh, this dates me, I guess, but I said, Ma Bell will always get you. She'll catch you. You know, she knows where you are and who you're calling. And uh, so it, it's that was always a fun thing to do, to, to catch people like that. Now, I've not examined this. She may be right. I don't know, because sometimes, you know, that's it not may exact not be science, though. It's yeah. not exact science, though, Mike. Those towers were ping, 
based and switch pinging based on uh, where you're located at and where that signal is coming from. So it's not an exact science. Yeah. No, and, but there's an old thing we used to call corroboration. And that <laughs> would that might corroboration might come with those twelve thousand texts that went back and forth between Well, yeah, but you, we don't know what they're texting about though. I mean, yeah, you could I mean the, you yeah, know right. again, so the question is did they have a romantic relationship? Yeah, me First, and does it matter? I mean I don't know what it twelve thousand times a year, right? No. But you, you could be you could be you could be texting someone especially at your we're going to wear the whole lot, you know, and um, um, and not have a romantic relationship. Uh, yeah, 12,000. Uh, what about Trump's overwhelming victory there in South Carolina, <laughs> man? He just blew Nikki Haley out the water, man. Boom, 20 points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did, considering that was her home state where she was the governor. I mean, 20 yeah. points? Yeah, but I, I would, 20 I, points? I would point out, though, I, that as many others are pointing out, yeah, I mean, obviously, twenty-point victory, big victory, but you. But look again. Look at the percentage of the vote that she got, that Nikki Haley got in in Iowa, New Hampshire, and in South Carolina, um, and, and and what she'll probably get going forward if she stays in. Uh, you still got there about you know thirty to forty percent of the Republican electorate that is not voting for donald trump and i think we said off the air we sometimes we have great conversations off the air we should extend this sometimes but the nikki haley voters may very well decide this election where are they yep. going to go we, we we heard the same thing in 2016 when ted cruz refused to drop out and him and carly fiorina or whatever her name mm-hmm. was got together again uh, the Koch brothers and the Americans for Prosperity have abandoned Nikki Haley. That was announced yesterday. They're no longer funding her. So um, it'll be interesting to see if she survives past Super Tuesday, if, where if she I will were, get her clock cleaned again. I mean, it's just never Trumpers and warmongers, and you know they need they just need to leave the party. If Amen. I were advising Nikki Haley, which I am not, uh, I would tell her to hang on as you know. Don't don't concede anything. Don't drop out. Don't suspend your campaign. I understand money may be a problem. Uh, yeah, I would stay in until the convention. I and, tell you what, that, exactly. That makes exactly. the fact that you two are saying that makes me feel even better because that tells me y'all are worried that Trump may actually beat y'all come November. So. No, no, no way. No, actually, no, no, actually no, just the no opposite. No. Actually, just the opposite. Uh, oh, so you care about the Republican Party now, Mike? I, your Republicans well, I will either yes, will actually, either stay I do. home or not vote. or vote for Biden. They'll stay home or vote for Biden at forty some percent. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, but here's now, again, if I was advising her, as I said, you know, again, I think she's the stronger candidate. I would be more worried if she were the nominee. But uh, if I were advising her, I would tell her to hang into the convention because this is my prediction. Again, looking at the legal calendar and the political calendar, um, I think that somewhere by the time of the Republican convention, July or August, whenever it is, that. There's going to be a sizable percentage of Republicans, maybe not enough, but a sizable percentage who are going to say, what have we done? Yep. And they're going to – I'm not saying it's going to be a brokered convention. I wouldn't make that prediction, but I think it's possible. Looking at the calendar and how the, the, the legal calendar and the political calendar intertwine, I think it's very possible it could be 
you know, there could be some buyer's regret. I mean, we're hearing this from from yeah, from, from them, Democrats. Yeah, yeah from I mean, Democrats. When Joe Biden woke up this morning, he didn't know what day it was. That's so, a I lie. Mean, well, that's well, a lie, well, and I'm tired of hearing that. Yeah. Joe Biden has dementia. Is the new Barack Obama was born in Kenya? All right, that is a you, lie. You sit there and you oh, talk no, garbage no, no, about no. Trump all the time, and then somebody says something about Biden, you get offended. No, I'm not. That's typical. 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 I'm typical. Well, I'm typical. Oh, you're tired of that. Well, I'm tired <laughs> of you saying Trump's a crook. <laughs> Well, he is a crook. Oh, see, there you go. Hypocrite. So hypocritical. hypocritical. Hey, just keep talking, Mike. You're getting more Trump voters down here riled up. More votes for Trump. That's fine. You know why? Because I don't think he's getting any new votes. Elitist thinking, folks. I'm not an elitist. Elitist thinking. I'm not elitist. I was born born in Pickett, Arkansas. I'm not an elitist. Mike, Mike, he's getting new votes. He says because he got a mug shot and he put out them sneakers, he's going to get some black votes. Yeah, I want to ask you about that, Mr. York. Uh, Please opine on this. That is ridiculous. Well, there were two things. There were two things. Uh, first, uh, a commentator, I don't remember his name, on Fox News said that because of the sneakers, uh, that would that would get Trump uh, African-American votes. And then later, Trump at CPAC, I believe, said that his mugshot and the fact that he was being in- indicted, I'm being persecuted, you know, all that ha- w- would make him uh, appealable to African-American voters. Mr. York, please uh, explain if that is indeed true. <laughs> that is a bone-faced lie. I mean, no African-American I know is going to vote for him because he got a mug shot. I mean, well, it's, what, what does that say for the country, though, more than anything, Mike? You got a mug shot and you're going to vote for somebody with a mug shot and it makes some some tin pan sneakers that come out of China. Well, what does it say about Trump and this guy from Fox as well, who's talked about the sneakers? What does it say about the, how they how they view the uh, how they view black people? They're deranged. Oh, right. Hey, hey, Del, what, what does it say about Joe Biden when he says, if you don't vote Democrat, you're not black? What is that? What, what, did, was that Ted Mike? Was that, that was Ted? That was a poor statement. I, I'll, I'll agree with you. That was a poor you statement. You came on a 7 Eleven with that Indian accent? I'll be consistent. That was not a racist statement. Oh, oh, of course. But I think right. it was poor. I don't think it was racist, but I think it was poorly worded, and he shouldn't have said yeah, it. Yeah, it's poorly worded, but not a racist statement. Oh, hilarious. I want to talk about a guy named Jack. Pasobic. Who? Jack Pasobic. He's on Twitter. He's a senior editor of Human Events, a very conservative uh, news outlet. Uh, and I say news with air quotes. You can't see that on the radio. Uh, he has a million followers on Twitter. Uh, it's my understanding he was one of the uh, proponents of the Pizzagate conspiracy, which almost got people killed. Uh, Trump said that Jack Pasobic deserves the Pulitzer Prize. Um, so Pasobic spoke at CPAC at a forum this week hosted by uh, Steve Bannon, who is a self-avowed Leninist. And this is what Jack Pasobic said. This is how he opened his remarks. Welcome to the end of democracy. We are here to overthrow it completely. We didn't quite get there on January 6th, but we will endeavor to end it and replace it with this right here. And he was holding up. It looked like he was holding up his fist. But actually what he was holding up uh, was a cross on a chain. And then I think later on in his speech, he talks about uh, that he wants to rain down righteous vengeance on those who do not believe uh, in his brand of uh, Christian nationalism. Uh, so I, I want to know about this. I want to know what people say, what people think about this. I've yet to hear one Republican or conservative uh, denounce these remarks. What was the remarks made up? I mean, I don't know at, about at them. CPAC. At CPAC. At CPAC. At CPAC. 
I mean, I, I haven't seen it. I, I've read a lot of things by Jack Sovic, though, on Twitter before, X, whatever you want to call it. I've I've never, I don't recall anything that extreme. Uh, well, that's what he said. And well, there's, there's a saying. recording of it. There's, I mean, it's video. It's, it's, um, yeah, I saw it on video. Yeah. In democracy. In democracy. In democracy. And, and, and bring in a theocracy. A uh, false you know, theocracy I mean, I, at that. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know what, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just hearing what Mike said. He said, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think we probably are about at the end of democracy in this Se- country. Senior well, editor at Human Events. Yes. He's a veteran Navy intel officer. He's Catholic and not a fan of communism is what his profile says here at well, OX. Okay. Well, he must be a fan of something if he's going <laughs> into democracy and see the theocracy of communism. Well, uh, no. You have Venezuela where there's no democracy. I don't know what you call it, uh, but it's just anarchy mostly. Well, or, but the fact that he was holding up a, a, a cross on a chain um, yeah. indicates to me, and then look at the later comments about raining down righteous vengeance on nonbelievers, it, it indicates to me that he wants a theocracy. Uh now, I would say, as a I mean, Christian, as a Christian, what... I would say that this guy um, has no understanding, no true understanding of what the meaning of the cross is, uh, and uh, he, Christian nationalism uh, is a uh, is a gross perversion of of the faith, in, in my opinion, and I think in the opinion of, of of most people. Well, I don't. Did he? I mean, I don't even know what Christian nationalism is. I, it's I mean, basically I, the belief that. Christians are entitled to run everything, to run the government, and uh, and base all government on its on, on their interpretation. Not because I'm sure there are a lot of I'm sure I would not be someone that they would consider a Christian, even though I am. They would. Um, uh, I think their their particular interpretation is is the one they want, of course. And the Constitution directly op- op- opposes that view, of mine. Of course. Uh, yeah, I, so. you know Jack Poso did not Poso. Whatever. I mean, I I've read some stuff he said before. I've never heard anything that extreme from him. I don't know what's going on there. I'm, I certainly don't think that uh, Clayton and I have to defend him because he doesn't speak for anybody. No, I'm asking you. I'm just asking he you. He doesn't speak for anybody but himself. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't believe you guys believe in that, but but I would like for every Republican um, office holder and 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 candidate to. Be asked the question: Is does this guy represent your views? Is this what you have in mind? I'm not sure where he's coming from. Let's take. We're going to come back and talk about the Youth Education Foundation, <laughs> which is a lot more fun than this mess. <laughs> I'm sure it is, Mike. You got him on the. You got him on the fence, Mike. He about to jump. <laughs> your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional great. Deciding what your next home will look like 
cost in construction or timing can be intimidating. At The Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at 931-580-4669. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. I am dude number three, Delta Kennedy. It's a sunshiny day. Start to think about fishing, folks. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Delta. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And a uh, special guest dude on Monday, uh, colleague, former colleague of mine in the U.S. Attorney's Office. We had offices next door uh, for years, and they're good friends. But he, he takes Mr. York's side, and, <laughs> and uh, that's we're, we're glad to have his point of view. Welcome, Mike. Good Mike morning, Rode. everybody. Good morning, everybody. All right. We've got another very special guest to talk about something that I'm very eager to talk about. And I think uh, Murray County needs to know more about it because – a lot of people may not have heard about it. It's called the Youth Education Foundation for Murray County. It uh, raises money to assist uh, in the public schools of Murray County. And I've got Michael Parks Lawrence with us, who's the chair of the Youth Education of Fund of Murray County this year. Welcome, Michael Parks Lawrence. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Glad to have you. Uh, <clears throat> let, let's just start out by letting... Let's see. The Youth Education Foundation for Murray County has been around, what, 12, 15 years now? Since 2013, yeah. yeah. So we're going on our 12th year. There you go. Yeah. Or wait, no, 11th. Sorry, that was some bad math. Right and it, it has the support uh, of business leaders all across the county. And, uh, Michael, you can, you you give, give us a description of what the Youth Education Foundation does. Yeah, so uh, at a high level, what we've been doing since 2013 is we take funds that we raise here in Murray County by both Murray County businesses, entrepreneurs, as well as just individual people who believe in the cause that we have. And we go through a grant writing process where anybody in the public 
uh, in Murray County Public Schools, whether it be a teacher, an administrator, someone who works at the central office, they are able to apply for these grants that we fund about tw- two times a year. So it will follow kind of like the school year cycle, and we will have a uh, grant funding session in the fall as well as in the spring. Okay. And so uh, Youth Education Foundation provides many grants. And they're usually, the grants are requested usually by teachers. And I've got a list here of the uh, 2023 grant, uh, well, actually, they're 2024 grant award winners. Uh, they were submitted in 2023, and the announcement uh, for where the grants were awarded uh, occurred in February of this year, so just this month. <clears throat> I think maybe it's. All right, here's how it works. So people from all over the community get together to raise money for the Youth Education Foundation. The money goes to Murray County Public Schools, by yep. and large, and almost there, there's a, a, a small amount. There's a, one uh, grant that goes to uh, Murray County students who are enrolling at Columbia State to help them buy books and that type of thing. Yep. But uh, the rest of it... And so that's really a grant to Murray County Public Education in, mm-hmm. oh, itself, in itself. But the rest of it goes to Murray County Public Education. Um, and the Youth Education Foundation is having its luncheon mm-hmm. next week, its annual luncheon. Uh, I'm going. Uh, a lot of other people are. And it's a chance to uh, learn about the Youth Education Foundation and to help support it. And uh, if, if people want to, let's see, you've got a website. If just it's not hard to find. I found it all weekend. Youth Education Foundation, Murray County, Tennessee, mm-hmm. or YF. Let's see, what's the actual site? Oh, it's yfmurray.com. Yfmurray.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got information about how you can uh, help the Youth Education Foundation, what the Youth Education Foundation does. So go to the website to get all sorts of information. If you're interested in the luncheon next week, uh, Let's see, they contact uh, Sarah Growth, don't yeah. they? Yeah, and that would be at info at yfmurray.com. Okay. <laughs> or if they want to just reach out to me at, you know, Michael Parks at parksmotorcells.com, they can RSVP that way as well. Um, it's going to be a really, really good luncheon this year. So the first thing, you know, we, we're honoring a local public school hero as well, Shaq Mason, who is a classmate of mine. We graduated Columbia Central High School in 2011 together. Then um, we also have a very special lunch prepared by the Spring Hill Raiders Catering Club, which they are getting paid for as well. So that's a pretty cool project that we're actually getting to pay the students at Spring Hill High School for the club that they're in to provide I don't know, something, I think the last time I checked the RSVP list, we're at 104 or 5 yeses so far. So we're relying on a public school, public school students to provide those lunches for us like they do every year. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. All right. And again, folks, the Youth Education Foundation, the, the, the purpose today, I think, is just to get the word out what the Youth Education Foundation does, who they are, what their purpose is, and how people can help the Youth Education Foundation. And again, this is an organization totally geared toward providing uh, funding for special projects in the Murray County Public Schools. And let's talk about that a minute, Mike. The, the, there's certain things you let me let me phrase it in a positive way uh, there are things you don't fund but the reason for that is what you are funding 
you're funding things which cannot be otherwise funded by the public education system. Uh, things that just would not happen uh, without uh, why the Youth Education Foundation grants things that are not paid for in the ordinary co- course of public education. Can you explain how that works? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like, some of the things that YF doesn't fund is we don't fund just, like, regular school equipment, supplies, events, travel or transportation for arts, athletics, sports teams, attendance programs, bands, musical group, field trips, or for theater drama groups. And a lot of the reason why that is is a lot of clubs like that, and spe- specifically with sporting events, they already have such a strong backing of boosters from tons of parents, from tons of organizations. I mean, you go to a sporting event, and how many businesses do you see across the field, right? So that's a blessing that we have in this community, and where we see the biggest need is with these educational opportunities. Unfortunately, there aren't boosters, you know, that are backing the teachers, that are behind the administrators, that are like, you know, here's this big lump sum of money to kind of see y'all's dreams come to fruition to help these kids, which is really where the Youth Education Foundation comes in. We really see ourselves as kind of like that advocacy to help uh, get these things that that could have such a pivotal impact in students' lives in the front of these teachers to where they don't feel overwhelmed by the financial burden of it. The the purpose is to finance things in the public schools that simply otherwise would not get done. Yep. That's That's basically it. That's it right there. Now, I've got the list of the grants that were just awarded, and let's give people some examples here. the uh oh i don't know what's your favorite michael oh man i was hoping you're gonna ask that let me pull it up with you really quick um this one was really 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 neat and part of it is because i remember this this teacher as my principal i believe back when i was at brown elementary school back in the early 2000s but uh joe cornelius who is at withorn middle school he is he he requested a grant for a project called the Withorn Junior Hospital. And, and so I Joe, think Joe Cornelius so cool. is a uh, is a teacher at Withorn Middle. Yeah, from reading, it looks like he's an eighth grade science teacher right now. Um, and just to re- read a brief description from the project in his words, you know, the eighth grade students at Withorn Middle School will simulate a real emergency hospital room utilizing fetal pigs as patients. Oh, students, I'm seeing this, yeah. Yeah, students will be divided into four-person surgical teams. Each team will be assigned to perform a, a different procedure to save the porky patient's life. <laughs> Real-life volunteer nurses, doctors, and EMTs will be helping the students make the proper incisions and to remove the proper organs. This project will occur after TCAP time to prepare students for high school biology and fulfill the academic standard to address similarities and differences in anatomical structures. There I, mean, is, I think that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. And there's no telling what it may inspire these students oh, to do. Oh, that's exactly right. Whether it's anything, EMT, nursing, going on to be a full full doctor or surgeon or something like that, you know, that could that could start that spark that could just it could take a kid who knows where. Will right? there be a barbecue afterwards? I'm just curious. I would hope so. I would hope so. That would actually be a pretty good oh, idea. Probably, just, I'm just they're probably injected with formaldehyde. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. I didn't think of that. That would. Yeah, that, I don't know how. Yeah, that would be a downer. I, would, I wouldn't like my barbecue no, with the no, side no, of formaldehyde. Never mind. No, no, no. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> but 
that's just pretty cool. And so I assume youth education. So Joe, Joe Cornelius. I mean, this these things are driven primarily by teachers. Yeah. And so Joe, Joe Cornelius and and William Robertson is his colleague. They're eighth grade science teachers at Whitthorn Middle School. So they submitted a, an application to Youth Education Foundation, and so youth ed, and they they wanted funding for. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, whatever type of equipment might uh, might simulate a real emergency room hospital and some fetal pigs. I guess that's what they needed the funding to I would purchase. assume so, yeah. <clears throat> and um, just really quick, I just want to clarify as well that we do a lot of this stuff with coordination and in, con- and in conjunction with the Murray County Public School System. They're yeah. great partners with us, and unfortunately, they just aren't able to budget everything that they need right. for these children's right. successes, right? right? So this is where a lot of the a lot of the opportunity that we see is in that incremental stuff that doesn't fall into the normal business as usual type. Right, the fetal pigs and the emergency room exactly. equipment are not not in the in the budget. And uh, but Joel Cornelius and his colleague William Robinson were able to apply to the Youth Education Foundation, and they got the, the stuff they needed to exactly. make this happen. Yeah, that's pretty. Mike, cool. what's your tax status so that people know whether they can. Uh, you know, get a tax break if they make donations. Yeah, that's a great question. We are a five hundred one c three. So those those deductions, your deductions to YEF, uh, your donations to YEF will be deductible. And yep. that's that's what this season is all about, folks. We we're trying to get the first of all, we're trying to educate folks and, and let people know what YEF is, Youth Education Foundation of Murray County is, and what they do. Uh, and we're also asking for your support. Yeah, so, absolutely, always. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, for more information, go to their website. And uh, for uh, if you would like to attend the luncheon next week to learn more about Youth Education Foundation, just contact them, mm-hmm. and uh, you'd be happy be happy to have you out to lunch and let you learn all about Youth Education Foundation. That luncheon is a week from Wednesday, March the sixth at, at noon out at the Farmers Merchants. Uh, Branch on uh, Nashville Highway. Yep, upstairs in the meeting room. Yes, sir. That's right. And they should have uh, people know where to point you to, or there should be a sign pointing where to go if you if you want to come. Yeah, yeah. This is something really cool that that a lot of people do know about, but a lot of people don't know about. Um, oh, we're about ready to go to a break here. When we come back, I want to talk, Michael. I mean, you really can't understand Youth Education Foundation unless you talk about some of these grants that they've funded. Uh, that's that's the way to understand them. So let's take a break and come back and talk about some of those. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. It's February and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. Yeah! <laughs> 
This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Senators, Congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway. Don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls for the Changing. All right, welcome back. I'm dude number three. I'm Del Kennedy. You're listening to Three Dudes with a View on a Sunday, sunny, late February day. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Delk. It is already 59 degrees on West 7th Street. There we go. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude on Monday, Mike Roden, colleague of mine in the U.S. Attorney's Office for many, many years. And, uh, now retired, living in Franklin. Welcome, Mike Roden. Good morning, everybody. All right. Great to be here. And our very special guest today is Michael Parks Lawrence. He is here to talk about the Youth Education Foundation, which is a foundation which needs our financial support, your financial support, uh, to do great things for Murray County Public Schools. Uh, they provide grants to get projects done. That The grants come at the request from teachers generally, uh, to get things done that would not otherwise get done, that would not otherwise be funded in the Murray County Public School System. Their fundraiser for the year is next week, Wednesday, March 6th, out at the First Farmers Merchants Bank on Nashville Highway. You can go to the Youth Education Foundation of Murray County website. You can find out how to get in touch. If you would like to <coughs> attend the luncheon, they would love to have you. Just RSVP and tell them you're coming. Uh, if you want to support Youth Education Foundation or know more about it, just go to their website. Michael Parks Lawrence, how are you, man? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me this morning, guys. Let's talk about some more of these projects. I, I think the really the only way to understand Youth Education Foundation of Murray County is to just look at what they're doing. I'm looking here at a 
request that you received and funded from Sarah Harwell, librarian at Battle Creek Elementary. The title of the project or program is Library Robotics. Uh, And brief summary of 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 the project, the YEF funding for our project Library Robotics will be used to purchase each fourth grade student a do-it-yourself STEM kit, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, containing six different robotic build projects. Reptile robot, buzz wire game, bubble machine, doodling robot, fiber optic lamp, and balance robot. Each student will construct one robot a week during the six-week period in library exploratory class, taking them home to show and share with their families. That's pretty doggone cool. I think that pretty much encapsulates it right there, right? I mean, they have free time. What else can what else can you do that would give them something better to do than something that allows them to fidget with their hands, allows them to learn processes, allows them to learn building techniques? Like it's it's a great project, right? Like that absolutely deserves the funding of the YF. Go ahead, Mike. You got a question? Will they be using AI? That is a great question. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't really say it in there. Question. Nothing could um, go wrong here. <laughs> Teenagers or, using robotics and AI. Yeah, right. nothing uh, could go wrong. End of the world starts in a middle I was school. Weird, I was thinking weird science. You know, they'll. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. Uh, you know, one of the things that goes along with this is we we funded numerous BattleBots programs. And, oh, those are cool. And I have. I'm telling you, one day I want to have a YEF you know, BattleBots tournament for Murray County. That would be Because cool. I think we funded them in just about all the big uh, middle schools and I believe high schools as well. But, I mean, we've, we've funded so many of them. We've even talked about using the BattleBots as centerpieces for the luncheon one year. Oh, cool. There's so many different BattleBots. And that's that's something, I mean, everybody, I believe, grew up as a kid watching BattleBots on Spike TV and the Discovery Network mm-hmm. and just seeing how creative and, and a, and a good outlet to you know test that destructive creativity a little <laughs> bit right in a in a good healthy environment that will get you funding that will get you money that is pretty cool all right here's another Michael you got one you want to point out uh, another one you want to point out you know there are a couple on here you know we talk about a lot of the fun stuff that we're doing but uh, something a little more serious that we've noticed is just the great need for. Um, just I don't even know the right way to describe it, just basic needs that students are having in Murray County. You know, we're growing as a community, and one of the things that come with this is, you know, a lot of the positive stuff that come from incremental growth, but we also have a few negative things that we have to bring along with us, which manifest themselves in opportunities for our community to get better at, right? So one thing that we've noticed is that there is a staggering number of homeless youth in this community, as well as a large number of students living in extreme poverty that are going to our public schools. So something over the past year or two that we've discussed as a board um, is really digging into these vital, the vital resources part of our mental or not our mental of our uh, mission statement, you know, along with providing educational opportunities and mentorship. Another big thing that we at YAF believe is incumbent on us is providing vital resources to these students in this community as well. So if you look through some of the projects that we've funded, um, two really, really big ones that are newer for us that fall a little bit outside of our normal scope of, of funding, but we as a board felt it was appropriate to try and vet and see what could come of some of these other projects are we've decided to fund, you know, washer and dryers for Brown Elementary School. And that's something that we've had tremendous success in being able to provide a discreet 
consistent place for these homeless students and their families to be able to wash laundry once a week. I so believe that, some students don't have a washer and dryer no. available to them at home. No, and how you know. We're, we're a room full of intellectual people in here, right? It's like if, if our needs aren't met, would you be able to work? You know, if, if you're sitting here coming wearing dirty clothes, you know, having people scoot their chairs away from you and, you know, obviously making it known, even yeah. whether they're not trying to be hateful about it. But there's something to it mentally and psychologically that you sure. can't show up to be your best self if you're not comfortable and prepared to be in that state of learning. So Brown School is going to get a washer and dryer. Oh, they've already had it. They've already had it. And we want to look at, you know, helping other schools with the same problem. You know, we can't necessarily fix the root cause of homelessness in this community, but we can certainly look at what we can do to help uh, alleviate the symptoms to see what kind of comes from that. Right. Like if we can't get we can't really solve the problem as one organization, but we can help those kids be better prepared to go to a school and learn and do what we can to put them in the right mindset when they get there. And again, if you want to know more about the Youth Education Foundation or Education Foundation of Murray County, or you want to contribute, go to the Youth Education Foundation of Murray County website, uh, and there is a luncheon on March March sixth. And all you got to do is is uh, call in and, and RSVP, say you'd like to come, and you can come and learn more about the Youth Education Foundation at that luncheon. And uh, all are welcome. Uh, and it's a, it's going to take a community to support this. And uh, we just want to get the word out about what the Youth Education Foundation of Murray County is and how you can help it. Uh, so there you go. A very We've gotten some fun examples like robots and some very practical examples like uh, children performing emergency operations on fetal pigs. But we also have gotten uh, a very heart-wrenching uh application where washers and dryers for brown school have been provided because some kids just don't have a washer and dryer at home mm-hmm. you know another one's tennis shoes as well is what now tennis shoes, shoes. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's another big one that we've done is we donated about twenty five hundred dollars worth of uh tennis shoes per the request of the school system because students don't have they don't have shoes either mm-hmm. what i mean by that specifically is that they're having to share it with uh with family members, with the parents. So while a parent might work a night shift wearing a pair of shoes, they then come home, you know, get their kids ready for ready for school, whatever that looks like, trade shoes with them, and then the kids out the door with the shoes that the uh, parent was wearing on their on their night shift, for example. Right. Yeah. So it kind of goes back to the whole not having clean clothes. How can you really expect a student to pay attention in class if they're wearing shoes that, in some cases, could be two times their their you know appropriate shoe size? Right. There you go. Ms. Yor, you got any yeah, thoughts or questions? Yeah, I was going to ask Mike, uh, you know, typically I, I grew up uh, working for uh, Williamson County, Murray County, and I was wondering uh, if people have, are in doubt, how can they find a copy of your 990 for your organization? Um, That is actually a really good question. A copy of our 990? Yeah. So you said, I don't know, that's a good question. Let me... Um, I'll have to I'll have to ask the the right person on that, and I'll have to get something yeah. back to Delk on that. Yeah, I think nonprofits should publish that so people know that it you know that what's going on in terms of how you do your funding, how you get your funding, and where your funding is going. No, and that helps that. enhance donations. That's good to know. And, and Michael, you guys are also honoring someone at this luncheon, correct? Yeah, we're honoring Shaq Mason. 
so you know a local classmate of mine we grew up together or grew up together from probably middle school he went to i think we went to different elementary schools but uh yeah he went to mcdowell yeah okay and i was a brown yeah i went okay. to brown elementary but um yeah no we grew up middle school went to withorn and then went to central graduated 2011 together it's been great to kind of see the success he's had as well as just you know he's a community guy as well yeah. right he really 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 cares about the the kids in the in this community and making sure he knows that uh or making sure they know that hard work and dedication and just doing what you're supposed to do can pay off but also recognizes that there's just a lot of a lot of hurt in this community and people who don't have the same opportunities so he's been very very gracious and forthright on helping those those students out as well and those families that's pretty cool here's another one from uh, a teacher at mount pleasant high school hannah collins the title of the project hydroponics operations the goal of our project is to grow vegetables that will that will be donated to the local community center uh, this helps teach our students about innovative growing practices while supporting those in our community um that just sounds cool and fun and there's a there's a similar one let's see from battle creek it's called flex farm let's see where that one is uh but that that, that's also a a food growing oh here we go it's from uh paula sneesberger sneet Oh, Paula, I hope I, I apologize, but it's, it's Schneeberger. Schneeberger. Oh, Schneeberger. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, Paula, I apologize. But, but uh, she applied for a grant to uh, do a program called Flex Farm at Battle Creek Elementary, and it's to provide students with an alternative method, method of growing food that they can eat in their lunch salads, teacher salads, or donate to local organizations. Each grade level will have a specific assignment such as measuring growth, monitoring pH levels, and data collection and input. Students will work in groups to foster communication skills and also work with different grade levels for peer interaction. And again, this is at Battle Creek Elementary. That's that, that's a tall order for uh, a fourth grader right there. I know. It's pretty cool, though. I mean... But it create, it's things. about creativity in the teaching and education field so that where the state or the or county won't fund, uh, these funds help get the program started and help kids become more creative and aware. Okay, folks, we're on the way out. Youth Education Foundation of Murray County, go to their website, support them. Come to the luncheon next week, March 6th. See you tomorrow, folks. Have a great day. Come on, keep them out of, smile on your blood. Get together.